No matter how high-tech, highfalutin, lazy, or foo-foo America gets, we will never stop hunting and fishing. This is The Hunting Quest. Hunting Quest. We take one hour of every week and talk about our favorite things in the world, hunting, hunting and, fishing. and fishing. You'll get tips and help on the fishing environment locally in the DMV area. Plus, we're going to have fun along the way. This is The Hunting Quest. And now your host, Mike Tippett. Right. There we go. We live? We're live. <laughs> well, not live. Live-ish. Yeah, kind of. Cool. Something like that. And, you know, I first of all, that freaking intro is awesome. That guy kills it every time. I yeah, love it. jacked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so, first of all, um, we're still in PA. Um, I noticed uh, a lot of people that kind of glassy-eyed from doing a week of the week of of what's going on with the great american outdoor show i can you know shoot i only did like a a weekend and i can't imagine this but all that being aside uh want to say thanks everybody who's listening and uh we got two really really cool guests obviously we've got benny back as the producer for the hunting quest and i appreciate that something like that yeah something like (laughs) that (laughs) um but we got two other folks so um dole Introduce yourself, my friend. I'm Doyle Weaver. Um, I'm the owner-operator of Wild Valley Outfitters in Saskatchewan, Canada. And um, also do a fair bit of chicken farming as well. <laughs> I love it. And, now, uh, let, let, yeah. you got to be specific. Eggs or broilers? Oh, man, KFC, baby. Okay, there you go. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. Very good, very good. Um, thanks for coming on. Absolutely, Appreciate you. man. Thanks for having me. And then we got this guy. Brother man, here we go. I'm talking freaking Mondo. Here we go. So for those of you who have listened to the podcast in the past, you know that um, that is the one and only Travis. We're out here. You can be too. Here we go. I love it. Up and amongst the airwaves, my dudes and dudettes, we're coming at you. Here we go. Now, this is the first time you've actually been on the podcast lot like video right see all the times mikey where you're like you gotta come on out you gotta come on out right i'm like nah 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 and then i'm like nah you gotta come on up you gotta come on up <laughs> yeah. like, i love you man of course of course <laughs> and and we got jet oh yeah here we jet's go. awesome she's gonna be we'll ready to jet. rock and roll here she yep, is awesome jet. um so um with all that being said um how you know again i i, I joke a little bit but it's been a long week for y'all yeah, no doubt. Um, I, I'm not going to dispute you on that. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, what? I, I'm I'm guessing everything's going pretty well at at the Great American Outdoor Show. It is. All it right. is. I, you know, you joke about it being a long show, but I mean, it is the outdoor show. If it you're is. an out, outfitter, or guide, or charter, or whatever, um, you know, the sheer amount of people here in the Northeast that come to this show is crazy. Yeah. And, you know, a large base of our clients are from the Northeast yeah. because of this show. Absolutely. And so we appreciate that. So, yeah, we talk and we, it's a long show. We're, you know, yeah, we're there every day, but it's invaluable to our business. Absolutely. So absolutely, we love being here. We truly I, do. Yeah. It just makes for a long day. Yeah, no um, doubt. I mean, people don't realize you're, what, you're there at 7 in the morning, leave at 7 at night? 
Pretty much. That's yeah, like a 12-hour day. Well, not the traffic this year. Oh, good Lord. Good time. <laughs> good Lord. I can, see the, I can see the Pennsylvania Farm and Complex Center right. for like 45 minutes. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, yeah, It's like yeah, I might as well sure. just park my truck on the ditch right. and just I walk in I can just park here. Yeah, yeah, everything's down. good. <laughs> Again, I joke. I joke. It's great. It's great. Nah, it's it, just day well, 49. And, and it's different for us, or like for, for us going mm-hmm. in there because you're going into the exhibitor's area, yeah. you know, so smaller parking, they do a really good job there, though, I, I think. Um, but given the sheer amount of people and exhibitors there. Exactly. The exhibitors God. also. I mean, yeah. the, how many booths there are. And, you know, we also, multiple trucks. And it's just like, oh, yeah. they do a good job. Yeah. Because this place is freaking massive. Oh, yeah. And yeah. there's, yeah. If you're interested in anything outdoors. God, yes. Come to the Great American Outdoor Show. Dude, we talked about that. So I'd, I'd never been up mm-hmm. until this weekend. And the last podcast uh, we had Benny and and D on here, mm-hmm. right? I'm not forgetting about you, but we we were sitting here. <laughs> over there in time out. No, so we we're sitting here and we were talking about this, and I was like, you know, what what should I expect? And they're like, you have no idea, and, and you really don't until you get here. You really have no clue. Um, but uh, with that being said, I do want to say I, I got to say thank you to to Wild Valley Outfitters and Ramrod. Both well, you're part of Wild Valley as well. So so. Y'all were gracious enough to let me put my stuff away. You were no gracious doubt, enough to let us, you know, to kind of take part in what y'all, in your booth. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Freaking booth. headquarters, Mikey. Dude, the booth looked amazing. <laughs> I Mikey mean. two booths over here. So, but no, I, I really, really appreciate yeah, it. I mean, you didn't know me from Adam and I, you know, I just threw my jacket in there and, yeah. and all this stuff. It was like. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Well, hey, man, when you spend a you know a week with somebody, you get to know those people. And, <laughs> For sure. And hey, man, you walked my dad around the show today, and, and he bought a truck camper topper or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So he rolled yeah. out of there pretty happy. So oh yeah, you guys are going moose hunting too. You oh, and Mark, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to figure that one out. We don't have anything scheduled. My wife is not going to freak out because <laughs> I did not buy moose hunts. <laughs> um, Mom, he did not book a trip. Right, <laughs> exactly. Not saying that there's not a New Brunswick trip coming yeah <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. but uh no 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 so um personally you know thank you you mm-hmm. know travis I've, I've talked to you 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 know when i was in a bad bind with the airbnb from vrbo that absolutely sucked and didn't give me my money back and sided with the homeowner and the homeowner sucks too because they just they they're great big jerks <laughs> you can't yes. rant over uh you and lens were gracious enough to put me up here and i cannot thank you enough um Dude, without you know, a question are you kidding me i know it even have I, been a thought but no. i i'm still grateful for it so now with that being said um tell us about wild valley why how'd you get it I mean, what made you decide hey i'm gonna go up to saskatchewan and i'm gonna start a lodge you know start us from the beginning and roll us through well, and I'm going to drink my bookers that he let me have uh, a little bit of. So I'll, I'll try to go fast so you don't go uh, through your stash. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's plenty more over there. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I growing up, I I just caught the bug for waterfowl, and even in the being in the Shenandoah Valley, sure, the, the numbers aren't huge, but there's still birds there. Oh yeah, and don't tell know, people that. I don't care if they come or not, man. I do. I, I, okay. <laughs> no, it's all good. All my buddies at home are like, Shh, come on, man, what are you doing? Yeah, it's like the guy who's come on for Sitka deer. Don't oh, talk yeah. about Sitka. No anyway. Doubt. Anyways, I, I just love shooting ducks and geese. I right. love chasing them and taking folks. And Anyway, you know, I got out of high school and, well, what do you want to do? And everybody's like, you know, I want to shoot ducks. Well, 
screw it. I'm going to try to shoot some ducks, man, sure. and make some money doing it. Of course. So I just started getting a hold of people. And I got, you know, I went state to state, province to province, got the 10 best outfitters I could find, put them in a big list on my phone. And at night before bed, I would just email people. Boom, 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 boom. And I got a lot of no's. I got an offer to be a quail guide in Georgia, um, a that deer guide bad. somewhere else. Ah, that was in, wasn't in Kansas. Might have been Nebraska. I was like, man, I, I'm just talking about ducks, dude. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you got to start somewhere. <laughs> so I was like, well, what I do? And then, boom, I got an opportunity to go to Canada. And big I leagues, man. Jumped it. And yeah, I went from the no leagues to the big leagues. That's huge. Yeah. And so, you know, I I make my way to Canada, and I get off a plane, and the first thing I see is a big field of sandhill cranes, and I'm like, dude, I'm never oh. leaving this place. As, and what do you call them? Oh, what, the, uh, the sandhill? They're a freaking dactyl. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic World or Jurassic Park, depending on your age. We'll go. Right. There we go. So, yeah, I just got the opportunity to go up there and tried to make the most of it and, you know, did the bird boy gig and, uh, you know, whatever you got to do gig and – you know, made some friends and learned a ton about duck hunting along the way. I mean, that, that talk about trial by fire, you better know what's going on. So that first year, basically, yeah. you worked your ass off. I worked my ass earned off. Earned your spot. Earned my spot, went back, and was able to bring some buddies with me. Um, one I, I wish would be here this evening, but that's neither here nor Look, there. That's a technical difficulty <laughs> on our part, man. I'm sorry. I was hoping he'd be, still be at the show. Oh, yeah. We're, so, well, we're thinking about it for no sure. Doubt. I'm glad he's okay. So I'm talking about James Hancock. He's my you know my buddy from growing up. And so we did the guy and deal together. And then you Good know, dude, by the way. Great dude. Great awesome dude. Guy. And so, you know, moved on from that job as as things go. And looking at was looking at other options and – Boom, all of a sudden there's these allocations in Saskatchewan available. And you know Now tell us more about allocations. So because alloc- a lot of people don't understand that. So Saskatchewan's broken up into like hunting zones or like a, are they wildlife management zones? I think that's what they're called, yeah. Travis. Yeah. Um, and so when you want to outfit, you know, commercially hunt up there, you have to either buy allocations, well, you do have to buy allocations from a private party. And so they're only making they only have so many allocations for these zones um to be able to you know, guide waterfowl in. And so they don't come up very often. And when they do, there's not really that much of a public market for it. And so it was kind of, I don't know, luck or divine intervention or whatever it was. And, you know, I was looking for something a little bit, but not that really. Right. And, you know, I'm newly married at the time. And it was like, hey, what do you think about this? And she said, well, first off, we're, we, that's a lot of money. <laughs> what are you going to do about that? And I was yeah. like, well, you know, that's for another time. What do you think about this? And she said, well, you know, if you're going to keep doing it, well, you might as well run the thing. Right. So that was about as much permission as I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, I went to the person that has supported me my entire life, and that's my dad. Yeah. And so, you know, he I, I work By on the farm. Way, met it, like you said, met him today. Mm-hmm. Coolest guy on the planet. Man. Yeah, man. I'm I'm happy to say that my dad's one of the coolest dudes on the planet. He is. He by far. I mean, I, I met him. I was hoping he was coming on the podcast. He goes, no. No, no shot. <laughs> not gonna happen. No shot. Not gonna happen. I mean, no. maybe in Saskatchewan, if we shoot like a hundred birds and you yeah. get him pretty good, he's yeah, he's get good him. and jacked yeah, up. Yeah, there you go. You might get him on for a little bit. All right. All right but all right. um I'll no, work on, on yeah, we'll work on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be fun. But no, yeah, so I went to dad and you know, I I work I I work for my dad for the last Oh, I don't know, closing on, on 10 years, right. maybe eight years. Um, grew up on a poultry farm. And, um, you know, the last six, eight years, I've worked 
for my dad running and managing the farm. So that's what I do when, when I'm not waterfowl hunting or guiding or whatever. So I went to him and he said, man, you know, tell me about it. And, you know, I kind of told him what I knew about it and found out more and, you know, you know, is the guiding thing, how much it means to me and how much I love it. And he was like, you know what? I can't think of a better thing to do than, than, than do this. He said, if you want to chase it, go for and, it. <laughs> wow. my, my brother, Andrew, my oldest brother kind of caught wind of it as well and talked to him and he was like, dude, let's do that. And, um, how many brothers you got? I've got three brothers, man. Okay. So I got three brothers and are you the youngest or me? I'm the youngest. So yeah, I mean, it was, I, I, I I can never tell them how much I appreciate that. You know, they kind of took, you know, took the leap with me. (laughs) I kind of brought something to them and they were like, all right, do you have a plan? And well, yeah, I got a plan and this is how we can do it. And this is what we need to do. And you know, we probably ought to do it fast. And boy, did it happen fast. And before I forget, I, I'll, I'll never forget. But there's one more person that uh, in that helped me start the outfitter, and that's Brad Long. And he's like, yeah, you know, Brad Long, Brad Wild Long, man. And, and all these guys are saying that because you just got to meet Brad Long. Yeah, you do. And there's there's everybody that's listening to this has a person in their life that you're like, you just got to meet this guy. And once you meet him, you'll never forget him. Yep. And. Brad Long's just always been that guy. He's kind of the sheep dog of like our group at home. For sure. And he just looks out after guys. Oh yeah. And so, you know, he's a very successful businessman. Yep. And I hunt with that dude 24 7. You know, when I died, <laughs> he was always coming on trips. Right. And just been super supportive. And when we started to do this thing, he was like, dude, I, I need in on this. You know, you know, Brad, I need that. Let's do that. I talked to Brad. He's like, you know, I'll write you a check. What do you need, man? I was like, hold on a second. Let's get this thing set up. <laughs> I mean, that's Brad. And he's been supportive since, since day one. So, um, but yeah, so we kind of got the gang together and this was in the spring and we wanted to spring run. Spring of the, what? Spring of 19. Okay. So this is spring of 19. So this is prior COVID. Oh, it was like. Kicking right on, on COVID door. Yeah, we're we're knocking on it. All right, they're doing stuff in Wuhan at that point. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's you, cool. Yeah. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yep, no. So yeah, so we want to run in the fall of nineteen, and I'm like, well, you know, if we're gonna do it, let's do it. So we, you know, we had to get all the licensing process done. You know, I'd have a background check and all this stuff, and went through. Finally, made the sale and doing all that stuff. Well, by the time that gets done, it's like July, man. And we're going to run in September and October. And so, like, I was super hesitant about selling hunts before I had, was official official. Because what happens if, you know, a technicality happens and then I'm not able to do it until the next fall? And I sold five, six hunts. Well, your reputation's kind of screwed oh, you're before done. you start. Yeah. So it's like, boy, you know, oh, we're waiting. We're waiting until fourth quarter here. Boom, got it done. All right, I need guys. And Brad Long, the first thing he said, he says, we're doing this. We're doing it with Travis Stalk if he's available. And I said, all right. So I made a phone call and, you know. Y'all didn't know each other. I knew him through Facebook and that was it. And, yep. you know, I knew who he was and he probably didn't have any idea who I was. But I called him and he. No brother, kidding. Brother man, here we go. <laughs> and, Dude. And, and a friendship was born. That is too cool. <laughs> so, you know, me and him and Matt Bratton out of Southern Virginia, who has a guide service in Arkansas. Um, and so it was like, all right, we got the snow goose guy who's that, you know, snow goose guys oh. are crazy. Oh, dude. Hardest working guys yeah, in dude. the industry by far. Now I'm not, don't, don't. I'm going to give Matt Bratton a plug real quick. Cause he's going to listen to this and be like, oh, screw you, dude. You couldn't even say, was it brushy by you? I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, by you, but <laughs> I was trying to do it. You gypsy. Just... <laughs> oh, goose gypsy. So I had a snow goose guide and I had a river rat. And 
<laughs> I mean, and you got a valley boy. I mean, <laughs> that's and that sounds is, like a downtown river band to me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So y'all, y'all should have named it Smoky Bottom River no Boys. Doubt. I'm telling you, man. So, <laughs> like a moonshine band. Absolutely. So we hooking trailers up, and we're heading for Saskatchewan. Jesus. And I mean, I booked what I could, and you know, I had a little bit of time left. And Travis like, step aside. I got this. Boom, he rolls in and he helped out. Matt came in super clutch and we like booked ourselves an entire October and like bit off a good chunk of September. Like I could not believe what happened in like those like 80 days. Power sesh in the summer. No oh, doubt. Yeah. I mean, Facebook, we would we would have three, Instagram. Yeah, oh, and we would have these calls with the three of us. And those guys were like, yeah, I, I owned it. You know, my name was on it, but these guys were so invested. Right. And they were like, dude, if we're doing this, let's freaking do it. Yeah. And so these guys are fired up. And that's how the entire season went. Travis gets the all-in award. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Travis, Travis is fired up? No. <laughs> M- yeah. Never. I mean, no, no, off- no, no offense to Matt, but MVP. I mean, like, we just – I mean – we had, we had a good It worked season. out really good, though. It did. It worked out so good. When we talked about it, you know, one of the first things we were talking about, the zones. Yeah. And one of the zones, the main zone that we hunt, is a big chunk of what I used to hunt when I was so, like, you know, Dole's been hunting up there for years. I've been hunting up there for years. You were a little bit closer to Alberta line mm-hmm. when, when I was kind of central where we right. are now. And so half of what I used to hunt we had a good little bit to work on. And then, you know, he's like, well, have you ever scouted closer to the lake and this and that? And I no, I haven't. And that was where you started mm-hmm. out with. And it just was like right from the get-go. Hand and glove. Working. I know. It was hand and glove. I mean, yeah. he could go back in and just literally fill the seams in where he knew. He was like, all right, I've got this. Now go do other stuff. Like go find other stuff. Like I can ha- handle this right here. And so he was just consistently banging out hunts out of these spots like a machine. And so it gave time for me and Matt. Matt was in the rig a lot. And so it gave time for me to just, like, go freestyle. And, like, yeah, we run around a lot before the season and in the summertime. But you don't know what it's going to be like until those birds start coming from the north. And it's like all these places you're like, this has got to be great. Well, there ain't what you thought was going to be on there. Right. You know, and then you got to find those little holes and idiosyncrasies that every spot in the world that holds waterfowl has. Why that ditch has ducks and this one doesn't? Who knows? Right. But we just got to find them and then yeah. kill them. So, you know, that's what we did. And being, what, five, six years guiding into it in a completely different zone mm-hmm. and then starting your Dude, own outfitter and then being given completely different zones. And, like, it's but, like Doyle lost all of his landowners, all of his, you know, like, it's not just friends and landowners and farmers up there. It's family. Yeah, yeah. Like, the it, Canadian yeah. people are awesome. You know, and so when he came over, you know, there was also Tyler Walter and Tanner and, you know, Lennon. And, you know, they're part of our, you know, outfitter as well. Sure. Now, here's the thing, though, and and I'll tell you, I I completely understand, you know, if the ducks aren't there, right? Ducks aren't there. All right. The ducks just aren't there. There's no amount of wishing and hoping and Mm -hmm. praying that they're ever going to show up, that they show up, right? Benny's. Living proof of that one, right? <laughs> we talked oh, about gee, that. Thanks. No, no, no. We, <laughs> no, we, we, talked, we, we talked about that one on the last podcast, right? Um, no matter hoping that, you know, the ducks are going to show up, we're going to show up, right? And um, so, so given that, though, the thing that people need to understand is you both bring years and years of true waterfowl understanding and guiding. So 
don't I, I don't want somebody to to misconceive the notion that you just went up there and you you know there's this and there's that y'all got up there and because of your capability and your knowledge and you know expertise you put people on ducks don't say yourself short uh, oh, I appreciate right, that you know I, I, that. I don't care what anybody says but you can't say because you know how a duck finishes you know how they're going to finish in a win you know when the winds are coming you know you know, you can figure out, all right, this pond right here, you've you've done the scouting, you figured out, all right, you know, the ducks don't typically go in that pond, so let's not screw with that. Right. Um, so I don't want anybody to think, again, that, that you missed, that, that this is something that you just, oh, it just happened. Mm-hmm. It, it did, but it did because you guys have an astronomical amount of expertise that go with it. Same thing with Benny over here. You know, Benny's successful in the blind because he can call good, because he understands how the ducks are going to roll in. Right. So don't sell yourself short. I'm gonna stop. I, I, you know, but short of that, keep going, man. I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to throw a crank. Uh, you know, a, a kink in a slinky there. Yeah, but. I mean there there is more to that. I mean, it, you you do a lot of studying and research, and you know, all right, all right you know, we're gonna put a lodge where we're gonna put it. You know, we're yeah. gonna be too far from our, you know, where the main roosts are gonna be. So you got to drive up there. You know, me and Dad went up and looked at some places and looked at the zone and was constantly on the phone with Travis and FaceTiming him and, you know, where are the peas at? I'm like, Travis, it's June, dude. I'm not going to knock on the farmer's door and ask him what they planted this year. I'll right. wait and see. Uh, so, Travis I'm, would be knocking on the door. Yes, though. he would. <laughs> where, you at Frugal's? All right, let me call him real quick. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, got exactly. barley. <laughs> so, no, yeah, you definitely, there is a lot of preparation to it. But, it, it, you know, sometimes the point of that was just, like, sometimes things just happen. You just got to go with it. Right. And, like, did I expect to really go run that fall? Well, I was going to try. Why right. not? You know, if, you, if you're going to go through the problem or the trouble of getting all the licensing stuff, might as well run it as soon as you can. But, yeah, it, it came together in that aspect. But then once we got up there, it was grind time. I mean, it's, it's – All right, it's, so I've seen some videos. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Benny. You've seen the – you've seen videos. Mm-hmm. You got to describe it. Oh yeah, just, I don't even. There's not words for it. There's nowhere else that I. It's just, just birds. Just shout out to Jordan Brake and Curtis Blosser for the videography that made Bennett oh speechless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was it last year. Was the first time I think I saw them at the show. Yeah, and I sat and watched those videos on repeat at their booth. To where they were like, is this guy okay? I did What's that wrong t- with him? I, I, I was just standing in the booth just amazed at these groups I, of I, geese. I, I did the same thing today. I was sitting there watching him. I'm like... Yeah, I was having a conversation with you, and then he just looked past me. <laughs> <laughs> I totally did. I, I was sitting there. I was like... Oh, it's the pintails coming in. <laughs> Never mind. Watch away. Watch away. Enjoy. It was beautiful. It was yeah. gorgeous. But So I, I'm going to ask the question. Um, how fast can you limit out up there? What's your fastest? I know you know it. Snows or ducks? Ducks. We'll stick with ducks. Okay. Ducks. I was not on this hunt. I spotted it, or I helped spot it, and but I think yeah, Billy Quaid was on this hunt, and I think they did. They did. There was five guys, a ducks man. It was forty ducks, and I think they did it in like under twelve. That's really good. And that right. was that's God. really good. Yeah, oh and that was God. in a dry field. That is oh my God. Every yeah. bit of what oh you think it is. That's yeah. There's been it's times up there when I would freelance when I first started going up there. Sure. Right. And so Doyle, he's been guiding ever since he's gotten up there. I freelanced for a long time and sure. then I got the That's tough, man. And whatnot. <laughs> that's yeah. freaking tough. Forty eight ducks in forty minutes happened a bunch. All right. 
So forty ducks in twelve minutes. Let me tell you. All right. And he had, but he had he had like assassins on that hunt. Like they did not miss. Like they're shooting collateral. So it's like big bunches of ducks, and they're like, like he's doing pickups at like he was doing pickups after everyone. Like they were just standing and shooting. And I've had a and I've had a snow goose hunt like that, where you're you're in the white coats and it's like kind of stormy, but it's shooting light and the sun's trying to get up, but it's still really dark and hazy. And those snows are hungry and they're just bombing in that field. But they're but then you'll have these groups that come like I don't know like 25, 30 feet off the ground, just scraping the field and flipping in, and they can't see anything and they're coming to this white mass and they're just standing and shooting them. Oh my god! And so that they did a hundred in under a half hour one day. Oh no! Oh my god! Yes, oh, god. yes. pretty Dude, wild. That is literally, Dear god. And they were coming so hard and so fast, like we weren't shooting cripples. Like it was like a hundred dead in the decoys. Oh my god! I'll be honest with you. And Wild Valley Alphers. <laughs> Good plug. We don't really, like, if you can shoot 100 snows, we're not shooting 100 snows. This is kind of an industry secret. We're shooting upper 90s because you don't know what dinged over the hill. Right. And if, you know, Mr. Green Jeans is sitting there watching you, yep. they're not green in Canada. What are they? Uh, I thought they were blue. Dark brown. Dark, uh, dark blue. I thought they were blue. Uh, but it might be blue. Yeah. Blue or gray. Blue Jeans is sitting over there in the, you know, watching us, and he comes and checks, and we say, yeah, we got 100 on the nose. And he goes, no, you don't. I saw you ding two over that hill. And I got him in my truck. Yeah. Then you're over. Yeah. You just got to be responsible. Sure. But this hunt, they were coming so fast and so hard and so low, they were just killing them right in the decoys. And the guy, and literally me and the other guy that was on it just stood there and was like, one, two, three, four. It was just like you counted them with a pitch counter. Uh, 100, we're done. Picked them all up. It was so crazy. <laughs> now, that's like a, that's like, whoa. You know, we, that's why right, I still that's tell that story. It's a once in a lifetime story, but, but Jesus, it's a story. Once in a lifetime story, best You give Travis shoot. on yeah. a couple yeah. hours on a windy morning in Saskatchewan, you're going to get 100 snaps. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, the other thing, too, um, before I kind of go, now, y'all have a lodge up there. You started off on that. You, you, you bought a place or you setting up a place and you got it all built. Tell us about your lodge. Travis, you want to do that? You might be able to explain that good, too. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. We are le- we are renting a lodge okay. for now. So, yeah, we're just kind of getting in right now, and we're going to get to a point where we're going to have our own little spot and all that. That's all for the okay. you know, future no, no, to come. No. Uh, where we're at right now is a uh, it's a real nice spot, big lot of room. It's a uh, So the landowner bought the existing school turned it in and furbished it into like living quarters oh that's cool and it is beautiful it's plenty of room there is two kitchens it could sleep 40 people Holy we don't Jesus. do that but <laughs> now it's like instead of your guide's lodge being across town yeah we're kind right of separated it. but we're still there mm-hmm. yeah and so you know and and like our food setup is awesome you know our buddy wyatt right down you know 15 minutes away and in town he's got you know this sports bar restaurant retired nhl player he yep. actually played a german guy in the movie the goon Shout oh out. lord all right, all right, all right. <laughs> there, let me tell you there's times where i'm texting him the uh night i'm like dude they're hunting in the morning early you know don't keep them up late <laughs> right he's like well we got shots going <laughs> like, all right, well, you know. <laughs> it's an awesome awesome place and you know we're right in one of the prime zones that people hear about and they're like other officers are like, you're over there. I've been right. trying to get over there my whole career. Yeah. 
And so once again, it's just that everything fit hand in hand and piece in piece with that. Dude, that's and so oh yeah. That's an that's an impressive story. I gotta Dude. I gotta admit. Yeah, I'm excited about this lodge, man. I mean that was that was literally Travis's lead on that. And it was just like we were able to find this really cool spot that had a lot of room. And that's right. that's the biggest thing with an outfitter, is just That's it. You, Finding a good space for guys and, right. and making sure that when they come up and hunt, you know, you're not sitting on top of people. They got room to do their thing. Yep. You got room to do your thing. Yep. You know, it's a business, man, and it's hard to do business right on top of people oh, all you the can. time. You can't Cabin do it. You won't be successful. You won't do, good, you won't do good business. Right. And so, you know, we're trying to be as professional as we can. Right. But we are there to do pretty much one thing and get our clients birds every single day. Right. And so, you know, that's what we're going to do. So... What does what does somebody need to do going up into you know say I book a hunt with you? What do I need to know? Don't go. Don't fly through Toronto. That's the first <laughs> thing I'll say. Um, stay away from Toronto. All right. Fly through Minneapolis. All right, what's the problem with Toronto? Toronto. Uh, how much time you got? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm I got just you. Kidding. No, we uh, we we've only had one incident with guys going home. And it was our father's. It was my dad and Travis's dad and Man. Brad Long. Yep. Okay. And so they had, they just had a problem. Like the customs there kept like forgetting. It was a whole thing. It was something they were not putting their guns through or something. And it made them stay overnight. That terrifies me. I heard this story. Brad yeah. told me about this story oh, in I'm the sure blind. He did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> yeah. hearing about this. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, when you're in the Pinto Marsh, yeah, yeah. telling you that absolutely. Story. absolutely. Yeah, I can't uh-huh. use that language on this podcast. Yeah, but it, it didn't go well for the home team. Yeah, is what it did I'll say. not. It did not. Um, I remember this now. So they got to figure it out. But what I'll say is, is the folks in Minneapolis, they that time of year they see so many guns. It's like a bag of golf clubs. Right. They don't care. They're putting it on Kansas the Kansas is the same way. Exactly. Yeah. So when when you're dealing with places that deal with it. That frequently, yep. especially that time of year, they don't give it a second look. Right. You know, everybody goes through there. You go you go on a small plane going into Regina, Saskatchewan, October 4th. That entire plane is going to be old dudes duck hunting. Right. Top to bottom. <laughs> Top to bottom. It's going to be bottom land and sick of gear coming off that bad boy. That is no exaggeration. I'm that telling you, count there and look nine, and be like, oh, those guys are going to Prairie Rose and those are going to Wild Valley and oh. Some guys going to pray limits. It's like <laughs> you just look at the hats, you just see what's going on. I'm telling you, man, that's just how it is. That's how it is. Oh, that's awesome. So, that's so cool. So they're used to it, and, and traveling, you know, traveling through that area, no problems. Right. So that's what I'll say. Um, the next thing is, is, is when I tell people to pack for Saskatchewan, it's like, you know, what's the weather going to be like? Flip a coin, dude. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, late September can be real snowy, or right. it can be eighty in the afternoon while we're duck hunting. Right. So and, and so and, and I, when I say eighty in the afternoon duck hunting, people are like, "Oh my goodness!" But it's Saskatchewan. Yeah. Those things have to feed. So when it's eighty, when they're still coming. Oh yeah. They're still coming. That's why I love Canada. Right. Is that they're not weather dependent feeders. They have to feed because they have to move south. Right. So. You know. now, y'all knocked down a lot with hardware on them too, right? I've seen some of the pictures. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've yeah. seen some of the pictures. Yeah, we do. I, yeah. I'll be honest. I probably, I'll probably knock down eighty percent of the bands that I've ever been a part of or been on a hunt with. Not in Canada on fun hunts. Canada, we do shoot some bands, right? But it's not as many as you would think. And really? I, don't, I don't know what your experience with it has been, Travis. But my experience is like. 
It takes a whole lot of birds to get a band up. Oh, absolutely. You know, something's definitely changed in like the last seven, eight years that, that I've out of now the first seven, eight years. You I was guys were up there, crashing them up there. It was a ton of goose bands and a ton of like, like we would shoot a lot of blue wing teal and bands. Like, like there was one hunt where, where those five blue wing teal bands that I have, mm-hmm. I got five out of the eight and we <laughs> shot all eight and they were all banded. And so, you know, like, like they all wanted to split them up and half of the group was like, give them to the kid. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> At 16 years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sideburns in tow. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, and so, but the last six, seven, eight years, we haven't really gotten a lot of bands. I mean, it's been a few every couple, like, if that, you know, one, two, three, you know, more uh, ma- uh, mallards. Have, more know, mallards. Yeah. yeah. When I, I was down there, it was just a lot of geese, you know. A third of the goose bands I have on my lander came from Canada. You eBay. Know? Hey, if you're uh, a first-time well, duck hunter, <laughs> link from eBay. Now, to be fair, you got some bands, too. I got one. All right, there you go. Yeah. Band. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Singular oh, band. Wow. Dude, so that sorry. was barbaric. I'm so sorry. You know, so, I, it was right there. I'm so, so you know what's funny? Medium well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no joke. Low-hanging fruit. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what's Shame funny. on you. You know, I don't have a single band on any, no, on, I, I don't keep them. Oh, if I'm not okay. calling them, if I don't call that duck in, I don't keep my band. Okay. I give it to whoever's calling. And that, that's my rule, my personal rule. Um, Hunt with me, man. I like I said, we need more guys like Mikey in the world. <laughs> but oh, I mean, Mikey, no band. I'm telling you, man. You go, I'm telling you. Uh, I'm, you know, I've, I've only ever shot like three that I called in. So, you okay, know, okay. I, I'm not going to bitch, but, you know, I, that's – you know, hey, the, man, uh, the man has principles. All right, I do. <laughs> Stay off his back, Travis. Right, I don't shoot ducks on the water. No, Benny. Oh, <laughs> stresses me out, dude. You're missing out, Mike. Stresses me you're out. You're missing no, out. No, can't do it. But uh, not so. I I, I kind of jumped in on that one. But um, so how does somebody, you know, if they go in there and they decide, hey, I'm going to go up to Canada? Uh, you mentioned flying in through Minneapolis. Yep. Um, normally, people don't have problems getting guns in there, but you can't do ammo. So what do y'all do for ammo? So, fortunately, uh, both the airports there in Saskatchewan have a Cabela's, like, under oh, okay, 15 cool. minutes. And those two Cabela's are really good about keeping ammo in stock. I mean, Of course. They, a bunch they, of old guys getting off the plane. No doubt. Yeah, <laughs> See I mean, how they set that up? Yeah, exactly. They're all like, oh, let's put a Cabela's right yeah. next yeah. to the airport. Capitalism. You know? <laughs> At its finest. No doubt. So, yeah, I mean, they pull skids and stuff in there. So, guys, just, you know, get off the airport, go buy, you know, a couple cases of shells. Right. And, uh. Meet me at the lodge because it's about to go down. So that's that's basically <laughs> step by step what you need to do. When you get to the lodge, we've got your license for you. It, it comes in our packaging. Oh, cool. All so right, we got right, your right. license, your stamp. You come in, put your John Hancock on that. Travis is going to go over some, you know, lodge stuff with you, give you a little tour, do the do. Take and your shoes gonna... off at the door, brother man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Travis will lodge bomb you a little bit. Um, you know, <laughs> have the boys come over, you know, meet you. We'll kind of tell you what. The next couple of days are going to hold. Right. Tell you, um, you know, our schedule for the morning. Right. You know, this is kind of how we like to run things. You know, when I tell you tail lights at 445, that doesn't mean that you're getting in my trucks at 445. That means that you're seeing tail lights leave this lodge at 445. Right. So that's how we like to run it. Keep it sharp. You know, yeah. you guys are coming up here and hunt and have fun, but we ain't going to kill them if we're late. Right. So let's go. Yeah. Um, that's So we'll just set that up. We'll be clear, you know, hey, this is what we're going to do in the morning. I mean, are you guys wanting to target stuff or are you just right. here to, 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 to make good piles and make memories? Right. 
you tell us. And, and we'll make it happen. And we'll make it happen. That's cool. And so if that most guys are like, you know what, just give me the best you got. Yeah. And so we'll we'll go to him and say, all right, Travis will be like, listen. You know, he's like a Vegas car dealer. I got cranes. Yeah. Canada's and I'm yeah. <laughs> 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 like, easy, man. That speckle belly feels mine. All right. Don't, 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 yeah. don't be jumping on go. my specs now. There you go. It's Mondo, brother. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, we'll so, just we'll lay it out for him. And you know, it's like these are the two best that we have. Which one would you rather do? Right. And so, you know, if you don't care, all right. Wind's better for this one, blah, blah, blah. Right. High's gonna be better. That's what we're gonna do. We'll let you know what's going on. And then in the morning it's go time. Right. Now y'all put a lot of now y'all put a lot of a lot of work into figuring out yeah. what's gonna be the best for sure for the next day, right? Scouting, scouting, scouting. scouting oh scouting, god. Scouting, scouting, I can't scouting, imagine scouting. how much your fuel bill is for scouting. Dude, it's so. too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. Like me and Travis literally had a conversation today about getting fuel tanks put in at our lodge yeah. that we're renting. Yeah. Like people I don't think people do that too much, but it was like, boy, how clutch would that be to have a big old fuel tank there? Mm-hmm. So everybody in our town that we our end now is going to be like, oh, we can go to the Wild Valley Outfitters and get fuel. <laughs> <laughs> um, not what so. you get, though, Mikey, when you come up is you get people, you, you get us that we've been, this is our, like, dream job here. Sure. This is our passion. Sure. All right. Between me That's and correct. Doyle, it's almost 30 years of combined experience right. up there. All right. And then if we start adding in the other guides and the amount that they have years sure. guiding in there, because you forget that. That it was Doyle's two best friends that yep. were at the other place with him. And then you talk about Tyler Walter, our guy. All that big is names. Our local Canadian guy there. And his assistant, Tanner Lennon. You know? yep. I mean, we've I've known heard you these talk about since them. they were little. Sure. And I used to root for them while they were playing high school football. Sure. All right. And like these towns, they're behind us. And, and we've got their support and they've got our back. And yeah. like, I'm telling you. Get in with the guys who know all the farmers and yeah, have everything valuable. locked up. I mean, oh yeah, like Travis's Trish, Travis himself, like his roots are deep in a couple of you know a lot sure. of those little small towns up there. You know the people at the convenience store, you not know, check out behind him or something. They don't know if we know each other or anything. They'll be yeah. like. Has that guy been up here a lot? I just feel like I remember him. Like, it's just like people are like. He's not easy to forget. I'm like, I was like, yeah, he's been up here for 10, 15 years. Like, more, he's been up here a lot. And they're like, I knew I remember that guy. You know? Yeah. But it, it, it just, yeah. they Everybody knows him up there. It's crazy to me. <laughs> but. Sorry, we're doing a time check. So. Yeah, you're good, no, man. Y'all good. are good. Y'all are good. So, um, like baseball coach, you know, like signals or something. Yeah, yeah that's right. Semi Susama. <laughs> <laughs> normally, so normally I have like a, a like a clock going. I forgot to set it this time. Oh, so, you're good, man. you know, Benny's got my back there. So yeah. it's all good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just flicks them off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> so, uh, where are we at, Benny? You can say it. Uh, we are 38. Okay, cool. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Great. Oh, cool. Um, so the other thing I, I don't like, try, I try to keep this, you know, mm-hmm. so y'all know, I try to keep it to an hour on Fridays. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start, we started doing Wednesdays hunt day with the hunting quest. Um, we're going to try to shrink that down to like 30 minutes. Um, that's a good to know type stuff. And then we'll do, you know, obviously this is just a good cutting up, having a good right. time type deal. Um, but, um, so getting back to the podcast though, when, when y'all sat down and you said, Hey, look, you know, this is a real thing. Right, this is gonna happen, and you're you're, you're doing it right. And, and personally, I couldn't I couldn't imagine. I've only known you for a very short period of time, but you seem like a really good dude, man. Oh, I, I think the world of you. So, but I mean, that's a big ask. That's a big ask for 
for for number one, I think it's amazing that you didn't know him from hole in wall. And, <laughs> no, and, I, I mean you I, know Brad. I trust Brad and Brad vouched for Travis. And I think that's, that's cool. That's all I need. Yeah, you know pe- people people that that I really trust, man. That's all you got. That's all you I need. Think that's cool. So, I think that is so cool. Mm-hmm. I do, um, and it's worked out. Great. <laughs> Brad Long is really like the key him. ingredient yeah. in all this. It is yeah. Brad Long, yeah. you know, because it's just like who he knew. Sure. And then like, I I mean, Dole's more than just one of my best friends. He's like a brother. Sure. Yeah. Like I would go to him and I have gone to him about a lot of things and, you know, been like, yep. you know, whether I'm, you know, feeling amazing about something and, yeah. you know, I just want to, you know, share it. With For sure, my, you know, best friends are just, you know, I'm going through a hard time and I sure. need kind of like another little bit of advice, yep. you know, and like even with stuff like Ramrod, you know, there's a lot of times where I'm like, what do you think, man? Like, can I bounce this off you and this and that? And like, I mean, I tell you what. I couldn't say enough about the whole Weaver. That's cool. Uh, the whole Thanks. Weaver clan. That's cool. The whole Weaver clan, you know, and, and it's just one of those things where this Wild Valley deal right here, yeah. it's going to be something that are going to be speaking That's awesome. for the ages, brother. <laughs> Oh yeah, no legendary doubt. stats. <clears throat> so, and that starts with a good team, man. We got the best team. You know, it's funny. Um, so we were going around to do it this past week, trying to get videos, doing a lot of interviews with a bunch of people. Um, we got, you know, um, Uncle Catfish. You know, he he came in and and in clutch, and he covered a lot of stuff. And you know, we got a bunch of you know we and uh, Lacey. Uh, oh, we got we got a new arrival. So that's my wife. Uh, <laughs> so um, we got Lacey oh, nice. who came in, and she decides that you know Lacey comes in and you know with with catfish, and they you know killed it, got us some interviews, things like that. Um, we got so much going on, yeah, you know, this week, mm-hmm. right? It, it was it's really it's a ton of work, right? Um, I sat down and I was like, you know. You know, I, I looked at y'all, you know, you're, you're doing your thing. You, you know, we went over and got to meet your dad. Um, and, man, I just – this whole day, this whole week has been almost surreal. I mean, it really has. It's, it's been, been a good week. It's, it's been a really, really good, good week. week. <laughs> I agree. Um, but uh, so out of the show, though, what do you think the – you know, has there been a highlight for y'all? Has there been a – other than the dude in the blue uh. shirt? <laughs> dude. Dude. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. You're going to give me in trouble for getting me started on that. No, 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 no. Feel free. Dude, I can't, man. I can't. Oh, if you don't, I will. You, you know, st- his, you know his, his hero growing up was Joan Jett, right? <laughs> oh, well, you start and I'll call her commentate for you. I'll, I'll jump in. So I'm sitting there today and I'm, I'm listening. To, I don't even know who the guy was. He comes up, he comes up to you and says, Hey man, he's, he's talking to you, and he goes, "He goes, I got you that guy over there. He's gonna sign up for it." He's like, "Which guy?" Oh, okay, the, the blue shirt. Oh no, dude, this guy had a mullet that went to his butt. Oh, dude, and it wasn't even like a butt; it was a stringy one. Yeah, it was like a. Mm. Oh, dude, it was ugly. It was a Johnny Paycheck just let on dangler out the back, dude. Oh, it was like oh, two no, sizes dude. bigger than a rat tail, man. Dude, it was rugged. Oh my god! And then he had the side shaved, like yes. not like shave shape, but like it was like a wannabe fade that just didn't happen. Oh, Extra man. ratchety. Oh, but he had the line for the probably for the, 
dude. Probably Matt Bratton's <laughs> uncle. He went, he, yeah. <laughs> he went to the barbershop. He's like, hey, dude, give me the natural disaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uncle Claude. <laughs> give me the natural disaster. I would agree. Oh. It was definitely a disaster. Bruh. It wasn't even cool enough to say, you know, that dude's sporting the mullet. You know, sophisticated up front, party in the back. No, it was just bad all the way around, Dude. man. It was terrible. Terrible. Um, <laughs> Def- definitely a highlight of today. It was. Definitely it a was. highlight of today. For sure. For sure. So. Uh, but um, with all that being said, man, mm-hmm. um, so what do you? What was your highlight what, you know, so far this week? Have you had one? Oh, man, every time somebody's came up and they've booked a trip, that's been my highlight every time. I think that's been the same for yeah. Bill. I'm speaking for him as well. You know, seeing all of the uh, old faces and, and making new mm-hmm. friends and whatnot, Dude. and just what everything's about here, you know, the amount of opportunity and networking, and, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things where yeah, it, the the Harrisburg Expo, the Great American Outdoor Show, is the anchor sure. in any outfitter, charters, scheduling season yeah and if it isn't the amount of friends that we make from this show you know network yeah you do network yeah but it we're we you know me and mikey i mean it's like we're building friendships from this place john and Lori from montana uh they have an uh an elk outfitter out there um you know all these all these people that we're meeting kyle pinnegear with uh prairie rose outfitters in saskatchewan I mean, awesome guy, awesome, guy. Like awesome, that, that awesome outfitter too. Awesome outfitter. They're one they of been, the juggernauts out there. They are. Really? They are one of the juggernauts out there. Yeah. yeah. And they've been doing it for 25 years. And like everybody with Mouse River, everybody with Mouse River. Like I just have so much respect for those guys. And like you know, I'm one of the younger guys over there, and they they <clears throat> completely go out of their way to welcome like me and James and Travis over there. Plenty of room at the top, right? No doubt. And That's like cool. they they're just super cool about all that stuff. And like you know, we can go and just kind of chop it up about. Things that we're all interested in. We're all like-minded guys. We're all doing the same thing. Sure. And, you know, Kyle said it best. And he's a Canadian dude. And I have so much respect for that guy. And he's like, we're all doing the same thing. You know, why can't we be friends while we do it? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And it was like. It, it doesn't happen that way no. too often. And, and I had a guy come by the show this week. And I, I talked to him. And he wanted a specific thing out of a hunt. And I was like, you know what? I think that Kyle at Prairie Rose is going to be able to serve you better. Sure. And that kind of blew that dude away. I was like, well, you know, you're probably not going to book with me. I, I know how this conversation has went. So I'm going to send you where you should book. Right. So I sent him over there, and he booked him, and he did the same thing to me like a day later. That's so cool. it's like, it, yeah, it's there is some competition there. Everybody wants to be the best, but like, of course. but there doesn't have to be like a mean spirit of competition. Like, right. I, you know, I'll send him a picture. Dude, we smoked the snows today. Dude, we freaking pounded the ducks this morning. That's pretty Cheers, cool. brother. Like that's that's how it should be. <clears throat> yeah. And those guys from Mouse River in North Dakota, like they're directly south of us. They're just all great guys. I I, I can't say enough about the people that we meet here. It's yeah. awesome. Well, and and I'll tell you, hold that thought real quick. But one of the things I thought was really really cool in in all of this was, you know, at least with I've seen outfitters that have. Are you know cutthroat? Want to just? I'm not sharing anything. We can't. We can't exist on the planet together. It's just not going to happen, right? And and it's sad to see that. You know, one of the things that I believe in is you know we all don't have one person doesn't have the solution. You know, you mentioned Agreed. it yourself. You, you know, you've got you, you know you've got a, a multitude of people that you've surrounded yourself with. You know, Travis is a, you know a, a phenomenal business person. He's got a multitude of good people around <laughs> him. I got good catchphrases. Yeah, you know. do, <laughs> but I mean, if if you want somebody to sell to sell hunts, Travis is going to do it, right? Yeah. So, but what I you know, and the reason what I like most about it is, 
you know, everybody thinks, oh, I got the solution to be the best. Well, okay, cool. You don't, and you think that, but you don't. Right. Um, what happens if you've got 100 people with 1% of the solution? Now you've got a crowdsourced solution from a multitude of different ways, right. and now you really do have a solution. And it's the same way with the guides. You know, you brought in people that are good at snow goose. You brought in guys that, you know, like Travis, who, who knew the area. you got all of these different things that are going on. Um, that's the solution, you know, and, and I wish more people would recognize that sooner rather than later. And, I mean, I couldn't imagine not having to worry about booking a hunt with a crappy guy. Yeah. You know, how cool would that be? You know, I've been screwed over so many times. Um, and y'all don't have that, you know. Well, reputation is people are kidding themselves if they don't think that that's yeah. one of the biggest parts of uh, an outfit. Agreed. You can, you can shoot the best there is, but if you're doing sketchy things to do it or not oh, yeah. honoring this or that. Then you know that it's kind of terrible. Fall, it kind of falls by the wayside what you're doing if your reputation goes, and so you just try to do your best. Yeah. It, it, it's it it is not an easy business. Right. You're providing a service that no. is inconsistent at best. Yeah, and you know I feel like we all try to do. And our it's best. a specialty service. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you you mentioned the uh, team, but it really really helps when the guy playing quarterback is a. Uh, Young Peyton Manning or Tom Brady type. Oh yeah, right. I'm gonna say. Uh, right. say that. Right. You want to talk Here about how we how uh, outfitting and operating? Doyle's a natural born leader. Sure, you're, dude, you're a natural at it, bro. You've been hanging around them chickens too long. Is the problem? <laughs> they listen to me better. Exactly. Than exactly. <laughs> hey, <get over> <laughs> yeah. When you compare it to the snuggies, a gypsy, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. I've told these guys a lot. I I think guiding is a whole lot more fun than outfitting. Oh yeah, but outfitting's pretty rewarding. Oh yeah, I like would. it. You know, when you're able to take a step back, and you know, in the early days, the step backs and like, oh man, look at this. Don't come very often, or, or as often as they should, right? Because you're just so worried about everything all the time. <laughs> well, actually, you made a. That's a really good comment that you made, and people, and I've caught myself doing it too. People misconstrue that. They don't understand the difference between outfitting and guiding. It's a huge difference, man. Tell us. Well, all right. <laughs> Just real quick. When you're guiding, the only thing in the world you have to worry about is the next flock of birds. Right. It don't matter. Food, well, okay. You know, Somebody's going to feed me. Who's paying at the bar tonight? Oh, who, well, you know, the clients will probably do that. All right. You know, I'll probably just sleep with my boots on and wake up and go do it again. It doesn't matter. As right. long as my trailer's clean. And the roads are good enough for me to get to my field. I don't care about anything else. Right. When you're an outfitter, you know, where the food out for the clients? Where are the clients at? Are they going to get lost on the way to the lodge? What's Travis doing? Where's, where's well, you know, where's, where's Tyler Travis? at? You where's James be... at? What's going on? Where, yeah. You know, how many feeds do I have? Did the coyote go and blow up my snow goose feed? Oh, my goodness. It's like, did my tire, or, you know, the tires on the trailer are all blown out. I, there's a million different things to worry about at any given time. Now, I'm not... It, it, that's just outfitting. Oh yeah, you're yeah. worried about everything all the time, and then yep. you know when it's deep in the season, and just like I said about the guide state of mind, then you've got to wrangle three or four guides that are only thing they care about is the next flock of birds. Right. They are there to kill birds, right? And so you're trying to, hey guys, well, you know we need to do this. Heard you, <laughs> you know, it's just like <laughs> I learned. I, I learned that, yeah. and so that just is super different in that regard, right? But you know, I love it all. So anticipating would, the future and being able to fortune tell it while being in control of the now and keeping everything in the past organized. Yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> and operating right there. And it's I'm far from perfect at that. 
far. I'm That's working cool. on it. I'm doing my best. He's a lot better. <laughs> That's cool. He gives himself credit for it. Yeah, well, let me tell you, 2019, uh, when we were a three-man operation, Mikey, yeah. let me tell you, we wouldn't have got through it At least he didn't Doyle come on here trying to say, oh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I got this. I'm Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean. <laughs> Omaha. 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 <laughs> the sheriff of Saskatchewan. Cha-ching, <laughs> <laughs> cha-ching. So, so if you were talking to Benny, right? Mm-hmm. He said, hey, Benny. Uh, Benny, Benny gives you a resume. His resume says, hey, I want to come up and work for you. What are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for – I really don't – I look at the paper, but I want to talk to the guy. Sure. And then the next thing I want to do is I want to hunt with that guy. Sure. I want to hire people that I don't hunt with. And the simple fact is is that if I could sit in a blind with this guy Mm -hmm. and all the little – you know, the things that you think about when you're hunting with a guy for the first time. Sure. If you see any of those red flags, then he can't take other people hunting. I got you. Because – there's guys that you hunt with all the time that you wouldn't necessarily want guided to hunt. Right. There's certain they're fun to hunt that, with. They're fun to hunt with, but boy, you know, you don't want yeah. to put Daffy Duck in charge. Oh hell no. So, th- without you know, that's the case. <laughs> Daffy so you, Duck in charge. Yeah, it's true, awesome. man. <laughs> you know who really was impressive? You remember that boy Chad? Man, he goes. Yeah. So he came up to us and he was wanting to, you know, he's looking for a job and whatnot. Yeah. And he's like. At the, at, can the show, I, at the show this yeah, week. Yeah, no, at the show this week. Okay. And he's like, can I try to get some of my boys and we book a hunt? And like, like, what if I book a hunt? Because at the end of the day, what we were getting at to him was how bad do you want it? Right. I was even telling him, would you break up with your girlfriend for it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Travis, big, give, big Travis giving on-site wow. interviews, man. <laughs> wow. You know, no, I'm, I'm and, so like, you know, you want to impress us, you know, do <clears> Break up with your girlfriend. Show. You could have a job at Wild Valley Outfitters. No, no, no. But yeah, break up with the girlfriend. What kind of book cult are those guys running? Right? Wild Valley. Book a trip, all right? <laughs> and so, you know, that's the whole thing about it, all right? Once again, I was going up there for years freelancing, and then as yeah. soon as I had the opportunity, I dropped everything. I almost burned a bridge with my whole career path. Right. And what I was building back here in the East Coast for, sure. you know, all of my life. Doyle, he dropped everything to go uh, go up there and be up there. And, you know, I mean, look at what it, you know, came up of it. Sure. All right. You know, and that's just the whole thing about it is how bad do you want, want it? it? Oh, yeah. All right. You Benny? Know? In, in the re- yeah. You, you've been really quiet, man. <laughs> how bad do you want it, Benny? You want, Are you going to go up and God for you? You going to try? I'm try to as much as I can, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we're going to get him up for I'm excited. Weeks. We're gonna see what he's made of, man. I'm excited. Ooh. I want to throw strikes, him in. my brother. I want the him grind. In. A little OTJ training, man. Right. So, the job. so here's something I'll tell you, right? Um, not here to 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 really blow up Benny's head because I need him to leave through that door tonight at some yeah. point. But it will go. Here's yeah. what I tell you though. You want a grinder? That kid right there grinds. You know, I asked him, you know, with no notice to come over here and and help put this podcast together. Without a shadow of a doubt, click. We're done. I, I, we went and we were up here doing interviews. He's never done an interview in his life to, that I know of. You dropped that on him on like the last day I of did. duck season, didn't I, you? I, I, I didn't even tell you him. You were that. like, I didn't even tell him. I said, "Hey, you're gonna come up," and he goes, "Yeah." I didn't tell yeah. him he was doing interviews until like ten minutes before he went and did his That's first a, interview. Under the gun, there, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. He met he met my childhood hero, um, Eddie Salter. Uh, Mr. Salter is probably one of the coolest men on the planet. Dude, he is dude, awesome. Dude, he I is. have a hard time talking to that guy because. You just, I've met all the videos, man. Oh, dude. He was on a TK and Mike video. Like, that guy's the best. I grew up with, he taught me how to hunt. I mean, we're from the, he's from Evergreen, I'm from Bruton. I mean, he was the first person that 
truly ever taught me how to call. He is. Hands down. I mean, they don't call him a turkey man for anything. But I mean, yeah. The, I went and recorded his uh, seminar. So we're going to do really? some videos and oh, reels yeah. and stuff on That's it. That's cool. Oh, hell yeah. And I was having a hard time because I didn't want to pay attention to the camera. I wanted to just <laughs> sit there like a little kid and just watch him talk. Oh, yeah. It's so good. That's it. But it, where, where I'm going with that is, you know, the guy, you know, he, he told me something that stuck with me. And it, I mean, oh, I'm old, you know, and there's not a lot of things that stick with me. But he said something while we were coming home the other day from the from the show. And he goes, um, we were talking, I don't even know how we got on the subject. I, actually, I do, but we won't get into that. But we were talking about it, and I said, uh, "I said, you know, what what is it about this that's driving you?" He goes, "This is my dream." He goes, "I'm doing, I'm living my dream," and I was like, "That's cool. I mean, that that's really cool. I've heard people say, oh, you know, I'm living my dream,' but he said something after it that stuck in my head, and I don't think I'll ever forget it. It was impressive." He goes, "I don't have a way to buy into this industry, so the yeah. only way I'm going to get into it is if I grind." And to that moment, at that moment, I got to tell you, man, newfound respect for you. I mean, not, no, all joking aside, look, yeah. I got goosebumps. You, you, you don't got make it. Me cry. No, you got it, man. <laughs> what? What? Look at this. But, but <laughs> right. nah, Travis is a proud dad over there. Dude, you right. got I it. I, so, I mean, that should tell you something right there. You know, I've, I've been, I've hired and fired a lot of people mm -hmm. in this world, and some good, some I wish I could keep, some I can't. That. For for an old dude to hear that and walk away with wisdom from a young man, that's pretty impressive, my friend. So take that for what it's worth. I, well, I appreciate it. To me, that's why I don't look at when people push me a resume. Yeah. I want to talk to a guy because cool. that right there. That gives me a phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That is. That, that's all it does. Yeah. But, but you want to hear stuff like that because that means that that person wants it. Yeah. When they realize that the only way to truly get somewhere yeah. is to just – Sit down and do it, yeah. and figure out the way to do it. Grind, and if that way doesn't figure doesn't work out yeah. for you, do it another way for sure. And so, yeah, yeah. Dude, welcome to Saskatchewan. Let's see what you're made <laughs> of. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure, man. I and and again, I go back. You know, 2023 in the fall is gonna be here before we know it. Yeah, oh, I'm excited, man. Me too. I'm, I'm super, super excited. I'm fired up. So where yeah, are we at with time, my friend? Fifty-seven. All right, I figure we're getting close, but uh, not that I, I. I Again, I try to keep this to an hour. It's a good conversation, and it'll go quick, man. It, it, and for at least I have, you know, I'm sitting here and it'll blink, and I'm like, oh lord. We got <laughs> oh. So, with that being said, do y'all still have spots open on the books? Can people still go for 2023 season? We can definitely get you guys in. You know, it's one of those deals where don't waste time. Get yeah. at us ASAP. You know, this uh, expo circuit. That's what it's there for, you know. We're yeah. going to be down in Dixie Deer Classic here next month. Yeah. All right? And then we're also going to be, right before we leave, I'm going to be at the Virginia Outdoor Sportsman mm -hmm. Show. Yep. And we're going to be there. And that'll be the time when it's like any last minute, you know, try right. and squeeze anybody in. We have been booking people for 2024. Yep. There's people who are already 
almost at the point of booking 2025. Right. You know, that's the loyal regulars that we have that keep on coming okay, back. So I've up. got one for every year until I die. There right? we go. <laughs> 2026. You saw what I was doing there, 2027. Give it that. Oh, yeah. Like oh, that. Mikey, two trips over right. here. Yeah. How we doing? Yeah. One in yeah. September, one in October. How we doing? <laughs> yeah, you talked to the wife about that one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to build a parking sign with uh, Mikey's name on yeah, it. That's what Oh, Mikey, two spots. <laughs> for the RV. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mikey, two spots. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get Christian to go up there and wire him in a plug out there. He can plug that RV in. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be a whole lot of wire nuts and electrical tape. But I'm good with that. I'm good with that. It'll only spark a little when you plug it. In. I'm already right with that. A little janky. Yeah, no doubt. Oh <laughs> uh, no, but uh, so how do uh, how do folks get a hold of you if they want a book? Where's your social media? What are y'all doing? It's at Wild Valley Outfitters on everything. Okay, um, you can you can also talk to Travis on Facebook. Me. Um, you know, my cell number is 540-908-1185. You can call or text me. If you just want to talk hunting, man, I'll talk. Y'all got a website? We do. WildValleyOutfitters.com. Okay. It is a dot .com. Mm -hmm. So good deal. Um, all right. So given all of that, um, Benny, I'm going to throw it to you. You got to leave us with some more words of wisdom. Now, oh, the man. Duke of Greggs. <laughs> the oh, Duke no. of Greggs. Ba, 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 Benny and the Greggs. Oh, there you go. Coming That's in awesome. the fall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know about words of wisdom, but I just this opportunity that you know you're giving me, that Travis has given me, and now that Doyle has given me this year, I'm just it's it, I'm just so fired up for it. Good, I'm good so man. ready. This Hell has yeah. been words of wisdom with Benny and the Gregs, Duke of Gregs, 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 Gregs. That's what we need. That's going on the soundboard. That's the outro there. Oh Lord. All right, but um. All right, so um, it's been a freaking awesome time spending with y'all. I'd love to get you back on here, you mm -hmm. know, and um, I'd really want to see if we can get some, maybe some, uh, you know, some podcasts from the Lodge, and yeah, uh, I'm no excited doubt. about oh, that. Oh, we need some James Hancock and some Dude. Brad Long on this piece. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, absolutely. The old Mikey 2 episodes. Oh, with James, you know, yeah. go. And, and James, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better. Sorry we had technical difficulties right, today. We need to do one. James is – the turkey man that I know. Oh, God. Him and my brother Tyler, they're the turkey man. And uh, we need to get one during turkey season with James. Oh, no, no. We'll, we'll, we, we will. We, stories. We will sit down for turkey season. No and talk. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Because I tell you what, I love, I love duck hunting. Yeah. It's, it's always going to be, but real quick, I love turkey too. I'm ready to go kill some turkey. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. We, we can go. We can go. Oh, for sure. Um, so the other thing I did want to say, um, you know, uh, kind of threw this one at the end, but um, for those of you who are looking for taxidermies, it's at the end of the season. Uh, you've got all your freezer full. Your wife's probably yelling at you, getting these damn dead birds out of my out of my freezer. Um, Wyatt Propes, uh, Propes Taxidermy down in Summer Duck, Virginia, uh, by far is probably one of, is is the best uh, duck guy, bird guy I have ever met in my life. Um, so uh, give him a shot. You can find him on uh, Facebook. You can find him on, you know, he's got a website. You can find him on Google, a whole nine yards. Uh, Wyatt, by far, um, give him a shot. He loves, loves, loves doing birds. Um, probably would prefer to do birds over anything else. But if there's anything, uh, if y'all are looking at a space to go, please make sure to check him out. And um, other than that, any final words? Y'all good? Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. No, nah, thank y'all, man. Been a good time. We're out here. You can be too. Here we go. Bye, everybody. 
You've been listening to The Hunting Quest. No matter how crazy, high-tech, or lazy the rest of the country gets, we will always be hunting and fishing. If that's you, you've found your new family. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. Reach out to us by email at info at thehuntingquest.com and check us out on Instagram and YouTube at The Hunting Quest. See you next time.